yo, yo, what's happening? Welcome to the Grown Man Niche Podcast, and I'm with my brother from another mother. Bowtie fresh in the build, real dapper-like. What's going on, my brother? I'm chilling, man. Up up in the up in my grown man it's shitty, man. But let me tell you what happened to me, bro. So man, I go to I couldn't sleep this morning, man. So I, I go to sleep about 2:40. Next thing I know, man, my lady wake up. It's like five something, man. The dad gone furnace. It's on a hundred up in here. A <laughs> hundred. That's so, ugly. So right now, man. So right now they fixing my furnace. So if y'all hear any noise, just we keeping it real. We wanted to keep the episode going, man. I didn't want to push it back because we got a lot. Of, got a lot. Of, we got a real funny episode coming up, man. So both times I was just having some offline conversation. I was like, whoa, we got to say that for the people, man. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Miss, oh man, it's getting hot already. Oh man, so what's going on your way, bro? Oh shit, man! I'm low. I'm low key in it today, man. This day going crazy. Indianapolis Naptown weather, Nap man. Naptown all day, man. 60, 60 some odd degrees yesterday, and I think the high is like seventeen right now, or something like that. I'm like, man, how how, how do we go from one to the other? Yeah. You know, you know, I, you know, somewhere Al Gore is like, I told you about global warming. I told hey, you. bro, <laughs> let me tell you this, man. It's, it is beyond crazy. Like yesterday, I got rained on. I mean, I just it, it's just ridiculous. But man, first of all, we forgot to say this last week, man. Happy Black History Month. Black History is an all year process, but I know this is hey. the month that is that has been given that we started years ago. Not us in both time, not us in Grown right. Podcast, but you know, historians of uh, you know, so Black History Month. So also, we want to shout out to Kamala Harris running for president and Cory Booker running for president. Yeah. So, I was gonna say, Cory Cory Booker was like he about that action boy. Yeah, he was like he read, he like he ready to rock and roll. So, yeah. like I said, I need I want to I want to make sure I look at look at uh do my research, kind of look at some of their policy and some of their stances and things like that. And, you know, definitely want to make the best decision possible. You know, for someone that you know hopefully is going to make the best decision possible for us as American people. But definite shout out to both of them, uh, putting putting their names in the hats and you know representing. For the culture, as they say. Also, man, um, man, I want to rest in peace and give happy birthdays to uh, Trayvon Martin would have been 24 this week. Uh, Sandra mm-hmm. Bland would have been 32. And Jordan Davis, I think he would have been 24 also. See, the, 20, these were yeah, all victim, victims of, you know, who died under weird circumstances. You know, Jordan Davis died because he had his music too loud. Uh, Trayvon Martin died because he was walking with a can of uh, iced tea, some Skittles, and Sandra Bland died in a jail under mysterious circumstances. So definitely, so, one, you know, we, we talk about, we make jokes and everything else, but we're all about black excellence, and we just we want our fair shake, and we're gonna continue yep. to talk about it. So yeah, man. So definitely, and like I said, like Mike J said, rest in peace to those individuals. Happy birthday to those to those individuals. Uh, but and don't but don't want to leave out their family and friends and yeah. loved ones. Definitely continuing to pray for y'all as well. I know this this week was probably difficult times for all of those families. Um, so definitely want to just keep those individuals um, uplifted in prayer and sending them positive vibes as well. And man, also, man, we got a rest in peace from a man, Christoph St. John. And for those who don't know, that was Neil, <laughs> Neil Winters from Young the Restless. And to give a quick backstory, Bowtie and I, we, uh, as, as uh, youngsters, as teenagers, we used to work at our church's mission. And, you know, we would, you know <laughs> so we met all these ill characters like Reggae Man and, and you know, the, <laughs> the Reggae Man were Bob Marley jeans, but in the hood in Naptown. <laughs> And yo, we had bread. Right. So our church had a mission. So our, both of our grandmothers ran a mission. They were in the, the newspaper and everything for giving back to the community. We would help out in the mission. But we knew. Yeah, we was the labor. Yeah, we were the labor. <laughs> like going, to, and that's, I mean, I think it helped us grow us as men. 
But from 12, 30, on them days we were at the mission, we knew to be out of dodge because they were going to be watching, they were going to be watching the Young and the Restless in the basement of the church. So yep. it would be like a cast of church people who would come through throughout the week. But you knew it was going to be all the women watching it. And I spent a lot of time with all my grandmothers. So I was, I mean, I was a Young and the Restless watcher. So I remember when Neil came on the show. I've always had dreams that I could work in New, at, at Newman Enterprises with Victor <laughs> running that book side by side and beating up Jack hey. Adams from Jabot Cosmetics. But uh, my, maybe, since hey, Neil, man. Hey, man, maybe since Neil is gone, I need a new brother on there. So Young and the Rest is holler, man. Mike J, man, you know what I'm talking about? Get y'all real. <laughs> yeah, General City, man, you know. I might, you know. I think my my Jay trying to get on there. Hey, my Jay trying to get on there and pull him a pull him on Olivia. Wasn't that Neil's wife? Yeah, no, 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 no. That was Olivia. That was Malcolm's wife. No, Neil's wife was, oh, okay. was Drusilla, bro. That was Drusilla. Uh, yeah. Story, right? <laughs> like I said, I rolled this young wrestler action tough, tough Jack. <laughs> like I said, man, I always wanted to work in Newman new Enterprises and run that mug with with Victor side by side. That's my old, as my, as my as my white OG along with Ric Flair. But you know, hey, man, Victor Newman wasn't no plaything, boy. Victor Newman hit, hit a boy with that daggone karate kick in a yeah. minute. Like, man, how the hell did old ass dude leg move like that? <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of old ass dude, we're gonna talk about an old ass dude who's out here wild and later out here trying to get that action on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll talk, we'll talk about that cat later. But hey, bro. So you know, let's jump into that damn Trump news, man. So this week, I read this article. They talking about executive time. How Trump spent sixty percent of his days in executive time, and no one knows what he's really doing. So you know, we we put this up on 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 our Twitter. So what do you think Trump is doing during quote unquote executive time? <laughs> you well, if anybody, for those of you who said, didn't see the Twitter and see my response in my in my post, there, I think uh, forty five might be spending a little time getting to know himself in executive oh, time. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I, he probably I can tell you how executive time starts off. He gets up, th- turns on Fox and Friends, talks to the TV like it's gonna talk back to him. You know, he probably eats a fillet of fish for breakfast. You know, with extra cheese, <laughs> extra tartar, and, 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 and then and then also a side of the mayo to dip the fries in with a diet coke. Then he probably fantasizes about Stormy. You know, and then he sits back, probably goes in there, and you know, probably does whatever. Then he probably you know he probably takes a dump. You know, gets himself together and then goes ahead and knocks one out and goes ahead to the to the office. Then they said he has lunch from like twelve. So he he starts his day at eleven. Then he has lunch at like twelve thirty. Then he like stops at like five. Yo, he's like still in time now. Bowtie, you work for a health organization. He said he said he's still in time. Yeah, so you work for <laughs> a health corporation. Yeah, so work, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so you work for a health organization. If you seen someone higher leadership doing that, do you think you could get him out the paint? Um. In my, in my current role, it's my responsibility to get them out the paint. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm I'm, de- I'm definitely going to address it, you know. But uh, this this guy is, you know, he, he's on another level. Hey, he's definitely on another level, man. So, all right, so bad. He so he does that, man. So I think I think he's I think he's talking back to Fox and Friends and getting to know himself. And he's probably taking calls from like Sean Hannity and all that type of stuff. And they bigging him up. Oh, Sean, you're such a great patriot, you know, talking all that crazy stuff. But yo, DJ, you know, another thing I think another thing I think he might be doing during executive time. He might be working his burner Twitter account. Oh, I, I, think, think, I, think, I think I think he got the burner Twitter's probably nuts. Yo, yeah, he he yo. definitely probably got a couple burner Twitter accounts and making making things pop off during the executive. Oh, time. I'm sure his burner Twitter is nuts because he be talking mad reckless now. Call oh, that's regular Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> can you imagine Trump's burner Twitter? Yo, he probably every racial epithet you can think of in this world. 
you know, Trump probably he probably pulling up stuff like in South Africa calling people kafers. You know, he probably taking <laughs> back. He probably going back to that old school. Cap out. <laughs> yeah, he probably going back to the to the old. Like he like, oh word, yo, I got this Confederate civil. I got this Confederate, you know, you know, civil right, you know, Confederate book here. We'll we'll call a black person out their name. He, Trump probably saying some shit we ain't never even heard of. He probably, hey, man, <laughs> yo, he probably taking every bit of mayo from white hate around the world, putting in his that burning sweaters. Yo, I'm sure them must sick. And you know he probably following some sick ass porn shit too. Oh no, like, the smut. Yo, beyond the smut. smut. Yo, beyond Ebony Gal smut. I'm in my smut. Oh damn. <laughs> yo, this is the dude they said allegedly, you know, might have been out here, you know, a PPP on you in Russia. So uh -oh. you know, no telling what my man is out there looking at and telling people, man. So you know, so he probably be out there trying to trying to spam over President Obama all the time, you know, saying crazy stuff to him. Probably come. He probably he probably got an aide that makes him create some new Twitter accounts all the time, just in case he gets blocked by certain people. So he keep going. Hey, Prez. Yeah. <laughs> he probably he probably be hitting Barack, Barack up like that. Hey, Prez. <laughs> Did you find your birth certificate? <laughs> you <know. laughs> Yo, so my you president's check, black too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> coon. Yo, so did you check out the State of the Union, bro? Yeah, I got I caught about uh, I'm gonna say probably like ten minutes of it. Then I couldn't stomach it anymore, and I just dipped off. No, I couldn't man. I couldn't deal with it, man. I, I I'll probably take I take that back. I probably got through about fifteen minutes of it, and was just like, yeah, this guy. When they, when he started when he got to the little uh, can't think of her name. I'm not trying to minimize her, but the uh, the African American lady that he pardoned or oh yeah uh, got, yeah. Got he got to her, and then there was another gentleman, another black guy that he helped out, and it was just, it was just kind of like, yeah, look look at my blacks, no. look, what I, look 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 what I'm doing, and you know, I've got I, I help black people. It was just it was just one of those moments where I'm like, you know what, I I can't go through this anymore. And then the black dude, I forgot his name, but he stood up before the president even said his name, like, yep, this is my time. <laughs> it's like somebody tapped him on the shoulder. He's like, this is my time. Yeah, my ain't this shine again. <laughs> Yeah, he, he was waving real strong. He stood up the whole time, like flexed his jacket a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like, brother, he's. Oh, I want to say, brother, he's he's using you, brother. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shout out to that. But yo, I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi. Did you see that clap that she gave? Oh, Pelosi oh, was petty as hell. Hey, man. Shout out to Pelosi. We have been watching like John Boehner do that stuff to Obama for all those years. Now to quote the great brother Malcolm X, the chickens have come home to roost. Oh man, Boy. she smacked them hands together, and I felt like the mail this was just coming from his pores. Like you know, he was hot. Pelosi was like she she went like straight forty five year old black auntie mode, where yeah. you know the black auntie with the mink and it's yeah. real ill. She always wear the sunglasses even in the house, but she looked down at you like she Pelosi was like <laughs> real smug. Black auntie mode. I was like, okay, Pelosi, I see you. Yeah. I see you out there making and, things happen. And for anybody who don't, go ahead, bro. I was going to say, I can't think of the the, um, his, the Hispanic sister's name um, that was sitting over with the, with the women uh, of Congress. She did not clap once. She didn't stand. Oh, you talking, about, hey, you talking about AOC? You talking about AOC, the, the young the young. Yes. Yeah, she's like 29. Yeah, yeah I, feel, I know hey, her, her. I follow her on Twitter. I know her as AOC. I should probably, you know, find her name because, you know, we try to be professionals on this unprofessional out the trunk podcast and everything. Like <laughs> but, you know, hey, man, she was she was grimy, too. I think her uh, and Pelosi Al Alexandria like Osiro. Os Os I'm sorry, I'm Cortez. I'm, I'm messing up her name, but, you know, she, she's AOC on Twitter. Y'all know who we're talking about. 
you know. Yeah, man. She, she, she. Her, like I said, I think her and Pelosi were kind of feeding off of each other, bro. Cause they, they both, yeah, both of them was like just, it, just in their whole bag, man. I was, I was here for it. I was loving it. <laughs> hey, bro, they was out here wilding, man. So you know, shout out, shout out to them, man. Anytime you can show Trump up, you know that that's all. That's all for me, man. So, yo, man, let's let's get to the mayo, bro. I spent a lot of mayo this week, man. So. uh hey, I, I, bro, I, I, I was gonna say, man, you you want to sprinkle in some of that Bezos talk? Oh, bro, that's what I'm saying. Let's, just, let's talk about let's just talk about Jeff. Jeff has a lot of action. So we talked about Jeff before. So for y'all don't know, man, Jeff Bezos is the CEO of Amazon. I think he's worth like 160 billion, and he has more money. Billion. Warren Buffett and uh and Bill Gates because he doesn't give he doesn't give a charitable contribution like those two. So that that shows you how Jeff gets down. Jeff, Jeff is the type of cat that, that took, Jeff his, got a, took Jeff his got a friend's wife. To, Jeff got a t-shirt to say, fuck them kids. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. Look at Jordan. I like your style, brother. <laughs> all you need, all you need, uh, yeah, old man. So, so Jeff is out here wilding. So, you know, like I, we said, we talked about this earlier, you know, on a few episodes ago. Like, what would you do if Jeff was out here sending Amazon Prime deliveries to your queen? You know, Amazon got this wrong. <laughs> Well, Jeff, Jeff then allegedly got caught with the hammer out. And not the pistol, the hammer as in his genitals. So he's in the <laughs> National Enquirer, like, yo, run us this dough, Jeff. Are we going to be out there and put the and put the pink hammer out there? You know, Jeff is like, no, I ain't going to do it. So we fully expect to see uh, a disgusting picture of Jeff Bezos' hammer out. So like I said. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Bezos said, yeah, go ahead and put it out there. The, the top is not back. Hey. Y'all getting all skin. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, Jeff probably, yo, they said Jeff had the white towel, wedding ring on, and Shorty was out there in the, in the negligee. Damn, dog, you gonna take you gonna take your man's woman and they're having the negligee? I can accept if y'all got old freak nasty, like, uh, a color purple fuck. But damn, you got you got my woman out here dressing up in a teddy to fuck Jeff Bezos? Oh, bro. Hey, bro, hey, can you imagine? It sounded like Bezos was channeling his inner Ray J, you know, yeah. putting it on film with the Oh, the towel. Nah, yeah, right now. Shout out to the shout, shout out shout out to young Ray J, man. Anytime you can put the take the hammer off the towel and get that face action, you're a legend. <laughs> yo, top, yo, Ray J your Ray J had the top down convertible joint crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, man. <laughs> so, that's, man, that's before Ray J had the the, the flex fit glass. I got the flex foot hammer with the ro- with the robe and I'm pulling the hammer out. Like, you ain't gonna tell me nothing, dog. I might put I might I might, I might you know shout out the leg still put my foot on the bed. You know what oh, I'm no. saying? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yo, man, shout out to the man hammer, bro. <laughs> but yo <Man> hammer. <laughs> Oh man, so Jeff. Shout out to Marcus Russell too. Oh yeah, shout out to, uh, yeah. That was a that was a random thing. One day we'll have to explain <laughs> about the, the illness and randomness of the manhammer. Wasn't Allen Iverson a manhammer too? Allen Iverson was too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me ask you a question, damn. bro. So what if? So what if? Uh, what if? Oh shit, we, we about to go down a damn rabbit hole. No, 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 no. I'm just asking, man. So like, you know, we we we're trying to be, you know, we're trying to grow our podcast. And yo, what if my man named you as one of the manhammers? Did you feel like, you know? Would you feel like honored? Would you be like, oh, you know, what's the criteria? Or you just get that nigga denied, like, yeah, you know it. Like, what would your thought be? Hey, man, I just, I just roll with it. Be like, shout, shout out, man, shout out to an OG, man. And, you know, 
pump up, pump up the podcast. Let's get, let's get, let's get a uh, interview going. I, I, I just roll with it, man. Yeah, I get I, mean, it. I, I, I have, have a, I have a t-shirt that say, <laughs> I have a t-shirt bow tie fresh, and underneath it is manhammer. Man. Like I said, dog, we ever interviewed that? I, even would probably be on the phone. I'd have to lights off my headset and computer. <laughs> hey, man, man. Brother, 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 like Bowtie Fresh was manhammered this morning. Oh, <laughs> damn. Damn. <laughs> oh, shout out, <laughs> shout out that. Oh, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> hey, let's get a mail to Gina Rodriguez, bro. So you know, oh, Gina, Gina out here wilding. You know, she's saying that Liam Nielsen can't be a racist because he had his tongue down Viola Davis's throat. Number one, she makes it sound like Viola Davis is an attractive woman. And number two, she makes it sound and she makes it sound like racist never didn't have, you know, didn't do you know, do racist stuff and and, and be sexually active with the people who were underneath them. You know, like yeah. somebody like Thomas Jefferson, you know, he was, you know, he had his slaves and everything else, but he had babies with Sally Hemming. So like I said, man, between Jeff and Michelle, this goes. I think this this goes to the aioli. Let's sprinkle with some, <laughs> a little bit of uh, paprika and a little bit of helmets, because this is about mayo at its finest, man. So, did, do we have any more mayo, bro? Do we? Have, I, you know, I'm, I just see. I, I think that that one really just took the cake, bro. I mean, you you out here like like my J said. Number one, you out here defending Liam, but two, I, I, the the comment like, oh, he can't be a racist yeah. kiss Viola Davis, like. Like Viola Davis is, you know, less than human or, you know, less than attractive or like, uh, he kissed her. Yeah. He, he can't be. Like, I, I just, I, I didn't, I didn't like the tone of that. It was, it was, it was a, a nasty undertone. And like Mike J said, this is, this is that extra, you know, that extra saucy aioli, you know, yeah. that's, that's what that is. Yeah, this is like the Big Mac with extra. With you get, not, not only getting the Big Mac sauce, but you getting extra like mayo on the side too. Like, oh, let me dip this in there. I will dip it in there. <laughs> so let's top get on, it up with yeah. top it up. Yeah, man. So let's get to the sit on the Twizzler, bro. We're gonna we're gonna go right into Liam Liam Neeson, man. Yo, yeah. yo, man. Liam said that his his homegirl got raped forty years ago, however long, by a black man. So he wanted to walk the streets and kill any black person. Bowtie, I have I want to opine on this, but I want to give you the chance first before I, I before I, I, I kind of get in before I address Mr. Taken. I, that's it. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, man, Liam better take his old punk ass Taken ass on somewhere. Yeah, this, this ain't Taken, and you, you ain't got a stunt double, buddy. You so, ain't I mean, got a special. I understand. I understand yeah. you being upset about your friend, you know, being raped or whatnot. You know, that's terrible for anyone to ever be raped or or in any form of sexual assault. I understand as a friend, you upset about it. But the comment, you know, I'm just going to go around and kill a black person or an innocent black, black. He called him a black bastard. And they a black, said, yeah, black black. That mean, they said it means something over in Ireland. So that like, come that on, bro. You doing you doing a little bit too much. So. Yeah, Liam, you you might you might have gotten taken down a notch. I liked your first Taken movie, but I just I don't really know how much I can rock with you after something like that. Because the Aiden Steele, even if you know, I, if he said you know I want to whoop the, the dude's ass who done this, I want to whoop the black dude's ass that done this, you know, eh, it'd still be sketchy. But I can understand your frustration. But you talking about just going around killing random. any black bastard, random black bastard? Nah, bro, can't fuck with it. So, the words of Mike Singletary, can't do it. Not going to happen. So imagine this. I mean, you remember that? Here come Liam Nielsen walking down the streets like the, like the little white dude from Streets of Rage on Sega. And, yo, my man didn't even have the <laughs> hammer, bro. 
he had he had like a crowbar. That man I had the jewel shillelagh from the Notre Dame USC. <laughs> what you gonna do, man? Man, Liam would have walked to any hood in America. They would have fucked Liam's ass all the way up and put the hammer on oh, Liam and you know and, and you know pop that shit off. And so, Liam, you can go ahead and take this, this damn sit on the twizzle from the Grown Man Ish podcast. And, you know, I know we live in, oh, we shouldn't cancel people. Liam is canceled. Take your taking nine. Cancel. You no, know, you know, wasn't that in one of the movies? Wasn't my man acting like a wolf or some shit like that? Something crazy. Something like that. Yo, man, fuck out of here, Liam. So, Liam, man, you can go ahead and just go ahead and die on the Twizzler, man. And since you hunting for black bastards, you know, hopefully maybe one of these black bastards put that 4-5 to you. And you talking about you walking around like you the dude from, like you, uh, what's my man from uh, Karate Kid? Like you, like you, uh, what's the sensei from Karate Kid? That, what was his name? The sensei from uh, Karate Kid, from Cobra Kai. From, from, from Cobra Kai? Oh, man, I can't think of his damn name now. Oh, yeah. man. You'll think yeah. that I would know this. It's one of my favorite movies. Hell yeah, but he walking around as a creasy and not creasy. But yeah, he walking around. He walking around like he that man from from the Cobra Kai. You know, like he gonna bust up in the window and everything when Mr. Miyagi getting that ass at the end. Man, get the hey, fuck up out of here, man. So I don't, I don't know, bro. So, but other man. So on to um, and we'll we'll talk. We'll, I also yeah, want to talk John Crease. That's yeah, his name. John, John Crease. Yeah, so, you know, I guess Liam Nielsen think he's John Creasy, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take your streets of rage, watching ass, and get the hell up out of here. But, man, I want to talk about, before we transition to the going on, what's going on in Virginia and Gucci and everything, I want to talk about uh, both sides. You talked about how those officers mishandled that young lady. There's like five officers on yeah, one, it's a, it's on one pistol, child. Yeah, high school. Yeah, a, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, excuse me, a uh, high school in Pennsylvania. Um and I'm trying to I'm trying to go back to 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 that story because it was number one it was vile but number two it was just one of them things that was just like okay if if you were supposed to be cops or or security or whatnot there there's no way in hell that you were de-escalating anything at the way they were handling manhandling this young lady this child um, uh, but again it was it was a, a high school in Pennsylvania Hazleton area high school um, and the female student I believe was. It, I wouldn't say causing a disturbance, but I think she was just kind of like in an argument or something of that nature with another student and wasn't, you know, kind of calming down after she was told. So it was four police officers that literally, like, one officer had her in an arm bar. Another officer, like, had her wrist. You know how cops kind of, like, bend your wrist a certain yeah. way? He had her wrist like that. And then this other officer comes and just, like, slams her face down. And that's when some of the other students, like, slams her face down on the, on the table. And some of the other students started to crowd around and was like, you know, hey, that's bullshit. You know, you don't need to do that, so forth and so on. So she, they, they kind of let her up a little bit and kind of like started to back off a little bit. And the little girl started to say something. So then the officer that like had her in an arm bar, like he starts using his fist and literally like punching her like in her lower abdomen thigh area for her to bend over so they can try to cuff her. But like literally like punching her. Yeah. So things kind of got escalated, you know, more students, like one, one, another young lady, like stood up on the table and was trying to like get in the middle of them. Another young man was trying to get in like, yo, you know, this is ridiculous. There's no reason for you to be doing this. Which they're right. They're all children. But yeah. for me, I'm just like, you are four adult police officers handling, I, I, be, I believe she was 16. Um, but anyway, a child. Child. Doing this to a child. It's, it's, it's pathetic. It's ugly. It's sickening. It's disturbing, and in my opinion, I think those officers have some level of accountability. I should say some. They have accountability, and they need to be held accountable for their actions. It's, it's just flat-out bullshit. 
even if the student was being a com completely disruptive or, you know, let's say she's involved in a fight or whatever, let's say she is all the way in the wrong, there's still a way that she should, that, that situation should have been handled. And those yeah, are those de-escalate. De-escalate exactly. So, again, I, I'll, I'm going to try to keep track of this story um, and just kind of see what comes of it. But I definitely think those officers need to be, you know, need to be punished and held accountable for their actions. And they can all sit on that bag. They, they can sit on that jumbo-sized pack of Twizzlers, all five of them. They can split that one pulling peel and sit on the damn Twizzler. That's bullshit. They should, our, our, our young black children, male or female, should not be subjected to this type of behavior. We are not subhuman. Not at all. So I mean, let's, let's jump into, like, what's going on in, in Virginia, bro, with the Democrat Party? Now, I am admittedly a Democrat. And, you know, the governor out here getting caught up with the blackface. Yo, the first picture, he said it was me. It was him, allegedly him in blackface and somebody in a clown outfit. And I always want to know, number one, where the hell do you get a clown outfit, clown outfit unless you're in the clan? It ain't no, you can't right, go to right. party. You can't go to party city and be like, yo, yo, let me get that clan outfit. Oh yeah, I want to be the head. I want to be the head clan in charge. You know what? I don't know right. the clan name. The imperial, the yeah, imperial the wizard. Yeah, so it's, 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 you know, red dragon. Yeah, it's like yo, because you know that's a different color for it. But I'm like, so where you get that joint? And number two, you see my man out there. Then he said that after that, it wasn't him. And, and he said that he knew that it was hard. He didn't knew it was in him because he put blackface on before because he tried to dress up like Michael Jackson. Then they asked him. You see when they asked him because he was <laughs> and he was getting ready to do it. And his wife said, and it's inappropriate timing? Oh, yo, you was in blackface killing him. Yo, he probably put that right. blackface on and did Billie Jean all night long, boy. I'm sure that this, Billie Jean. Hey, man. <laughs> it's sickening, right? He out here wilding. Then it's like, I'm like, bet, you know, the black dude won the lieutenant governor. Yo, he out here getting, a, getting accused of sexual assault. Yeah. Like, yo. And then, and then they got him on there talking about this bitch is lying and all that. So I'm like, bruh, you need to get up out of paint. Yo, I mean. Straight up out the paint all the way. No charge. No flagrant this, foul. This, Just out this, the damn paint. Yo, and then the kicker, bruh, the attorney general in Virginia had the black face on in college. He said he was trying to dress like, like Curtis Blow. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> what is that? Black? All the words. <laughs> Yo, black face is my favorite sport. And then put it on the general Lee did this all day. Man, get the fuck up out of here, bro. Like, yo, who am I? I mean, like, yo, you couldn't put the jacket on like Curtis Blow with the curl and the gold chain with the, with the uh, members only jacket with no shirt. That I'm like, yo, you a white Curtis Blow, you good. Why you got to take the blackface to the next level? And I've asked other white people this, and of course they always say, that's a heart. I would never do such a thing. But I, I don't understand, like, what, like what's, like, what's, like, the blackface, like, phenomenon? Like, I know, you know, people did it, you know, menstrual times, but I don't understand why people do it now. Hell, they just got a, a White House correspondent. Hell, she dressed up with, the, like, the mini blackface, and, like, she was Elizabeth Warren. And she talking about she did this as a teenager. Hell, that, that photo was stamped in 2018. So, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. Like, do you understand what white people, what, what, what's the obsession with blackface? I have I have no idea. I, I I have no way of explaining it. Have no way of, of trying to even fathom what the thought process is, except for the fact that it it's it's an extreme way for them to try to um, 
you know, mimic or, or, or in their mind, mimic or stereotype a, a black person. But at the same time, I, I think that many of them know that what, what the underhanded meaning is and they do it just to have that underhanded meaning and then say, oh, it was innocent. I, I, I didn't mean that. I didn't have that intent. So but nonetheless, we all know that it's bull. We all know that it's not okay. And so do they. So, yeah. It's just like I don't I don't know what it, what it is about the love of blackface. And speaking of blackface, you know, shout out to the homie. Uh, did your brother go by his government, or does he got some uh, other name? I don't want to, you know, saying I don't want to want to blow him up. Oh, see breezy. Yeah. So, so I saw <laughs> this story. See breezy. I saw it the other day. Then you know he put it out as a hack. Can you talk about it? So that's one thing. You can always hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, or email. All all the stuff will be in the description of the episode. So Gucci, yeah, man. you know, I know shout people out to love my brother, man. Yeah, shout out to the young lord. So Gucci, right? So they got the sweater. Yo, they got the sweater. It's like, it's uh, it's like a uh, I can't even describe. It. It's ugly as hell, but it looks like black. It is it's ugly. like it's like a turtleneck. It's like a turtleneck. Like a turtleneck. <laughs> like a turtleneck that comes up your nose. <laughs> yeah, but then it has like red around the mouth, like you know, like we talked about in blackface, like you know, people was paint their skin extremely black and they put red lipstick on because they said black people have red lips, and I don't have red right. lips. I'm a jinx. I got pink lips. <laughs> so, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, yo, it's crazy. So, you know, Gucci out there talking about, we didn't know this was racist. I'm like, bro, like, yo, y'all didn't, y'all don't, y'all didn't see this. It's right. just like people like, like, you, like you knew what it was. And I, like I said, that's, it's just like I said, just a minute ago, it's like you, you do something and like, Oh, well, you know, I, I didn't know or didn't realize or didn't know it was going to look like that or didn't realize it was going to have that effect. For you to even have the idea that even uh, closely resembles it is wrong. You know what the hell you were doing, Gucci. I can't fuck with yeah. you. Yeah, I'm going like, to need Soldier Boy to boycott and not and stop wearing the damn Gucci headband. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, sure, I, I'm sure that Gucci headband smells like all the nasty sweat of, of he ain't washed. You know how, you know, these cats, because Soldier Boy's got that look like he might not shower. Remember on, the first, on, that, on that damn uh, bone, what was that bone video when they had the Mothuz compilation? Dude, just got out of oh, yeah. take a shower and just went to the video shoot. That's how I imagine Soldier Boy is with that nasty headband on and that fashionista sweatsuit that he wore like on eight different places. You know, Not fashionista. <laughs> fashionista. Like, blackface. Yeah. Blackface. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure that mug smells horrible. So, Rainbow, oh, bro. And speaking of one last thing, I know this kind of goes back to Mayo and Twizzler, but, you know, you can follow in between. So I read something the other day in the Long Island, the New York, the Brooklyn Nets, they have an NBA uh, G League affiliate. So it's Black History Month. So they pick, you know, they pick, you know, somebody to pick every, I guess, every day, every week, or who uh, who to uh, celebrate for Black History Month. So guess who they pick, bro? Who's this? They pick Becky Hammond, uh, assistant coach of the San Antonio Spurs. I kid you not, bro. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yo, Becky Hammond, and, and y'all think like, well, and, and it's not because it's a woman. Becky Hammond is white and Russian. I was gonna say, isn't she Russian? <laughs> I was gonna say that <laughs> for Black History Month, we celebrating celebrating a white Russian woman. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, hell, she got the bloodline maybe closely aligned with Putin, but you are gonna celebrate her on Black History Month? Yo, wow. nuts. 
like I said, man, you know, it's that's so, mad crazy. You know, it's just it's it's crazy. So, I mean, white folks, y'all been out here wilding this week. I don't know, like, you know, yeah, man, y'all need a science or something like that. Y'all need some annoying oil, you know. And I sell that too. We sell these sweatshirts and everything else. I sell that too. I'm a hustler, so you know, y'all need y'all want to get that mayo. Oil. Yeah, y'all want to get that mayo <laughs> off of you and get them twisters out your ass. Holler at Mike J on, on Twitter, Bill Bro Inc. You know, holler grown man is pie. You know, what I'm saying I sell you that for the for the low. You know what I'm talking about? You dig? <laughs> I'm out, here, I'm, out, I'm out here making dreams happen, man, and out here trying to change life one one uh one male and one twizzler at a time, you dig? You're just swiping holy oil. <laughs> holy aioli. That's what you call it. Hey, holy aioli. Hey, <laughs> hey. Take that, take that aioli, rub it on their forehead, you know, you bust back with a twizzler. You know what I'm saying, or or you know you or you bring or you bring Jeff Bezos in to have him send the drone out, you know, you know with the hammer, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yo, can you imagine, yo, can you imagine Jeff sending your sending your queen something with the drone from Amazon? Yo, he, he you know he's out here sending a big big boy diamond ring or something like that, but drop by the drone, talking about your man can't. Here comes Jeff, patting pictures of him with in, in, with the hammer out dog with the fo- Amazon photo album. Yo, <laughs> this is crazy. Yo, man, that is nuts. But man, speaking of nuts, man, what's up with that the Super Bowl, bro? What do you think about Super Bowl, bro? Uh, I mean, Super Bowl was okay. I'm, I don't mind watching it, seeing a defensive game. I know a lot of people want to see high scoring points up and down the field, you know, all that type of stuff, which is cool. I mean, I, I don't have a preference for one or the other. I, I thought it was a solid game from a defensive standpoint, and. Um, it was just one of those things that came down to to coaching and and you know the person somebody's ability to make a play and uh, Mike Jay and I said we were talking in the group chat and um, I said the same thing I was like you can't give Tom Brady too many damn chances because he's gonna open it up and sure enough that's what happened. He didn't even play so that, that good. So, so he didn't. He didn't play that good at all. He didn't play. He didn't play that good. Um, um, golf was rancid. Man. I mean, like I said, I mean it was just literally I the defense. I told y'all boys up, about but, their golf. That dude ain't and, nothing but a, a more athletic Kirk Cousins with less mental ca- capability. Bruh, they, I mean, bro, they, I mean, my man forgot the snap count. How the quarterback gonna forget the snap count? Right. I noticed that. So let me ask so, you. Like I said, the, the actual game, you know, it was cool. Um, I was dis- I was disappointed in uh, disappointed in everything else that surrounds the Super Bowl. Everybody always talks about the ads and the million dollar, billion dollar ads and all that type of stuff and movie trailers and all that, like. The ads were trash. The only one that was cool, was, that was good, was the uh, the NFL one, the football one. That was dope. Oh yeah. Oh, but I mean, yeah. I, outside of that, like it wasn't it wasn't really nothing nothing popping. You know, I'm a big movie person. You know, they they had the, the other little teaser trailer for for uh, Avengers Endgame, which was cool. You know, I, I was still excited about that. But I'm excited about that in general. But I would expect you know there to, there to be more. You know, like a, like. A, quote-unquote used to be like it used to be an event not just the game but like again the ads the movie trailers and all that type of stuff and it was just whack and that that damn halftime that damn halftime show straight flaming garbage they could have kept that and i'm a a maroon 5 fan and i'm a big boy fan i'm a dungeon family fan like i I like all of the acts but i was like man this this shit was trash yeah, look at this. I mean, big boy, he did come out there with kryptonite, and then he did. They did say he said uh, ATL ho, so he represented for his thirty seconds. He was on the stage. Yeah, but uh, Travis Scott, man, not a Travis Scott fan. I'm not a Maroon Five fan. I just it was just. I mean, yeah, the I'm game. I'm not a Travis Scott was, fan, but I like Maroon Five. It was like a full of mayo. Like this Super Bowl was like full of mayo. 
like the Patriots are like the whitest team in the league. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, it's just like, yo, they got the white running back. And this is nothing against white people. I'm just saying they are like the whitest of white. Look at Patriot fans. Either it's like super like Ricky Strode white boys or a few brothers and dropped, jumped on them because they were winning Super Bowls, right? And you can't hate, you know, Belichick's greatest coach of all time. But, yo, the game was, like, trash. I was like, oh, because y'all were in a group chat. He was like, are you watching this? I'm like, yeah. It was That was it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it just, there was nothing out of it. It's like, I don't mind a defensive game, but it wasn't, like, a fast, hard. It was just, like, the Rams were in the et. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't, like – it's not like the Patriots. They have a good defense. They don't have, like, a great defense. It's not like the 2000 Ravens when they beat my Giants in the Super Bowl and they had, like, an all-time great defense. That you can, you, I can, I can take the individual brilliance of some players and players as a team. That's great. This, this game right. was an act, and I just, I don't know, I just what I, I wasn't feeling it. Uh, but it was trash. But to me, and we'll transition to the end. The NBA man stole the week. All the Anthony they Davis did, talk dude. and everything else. No <laughs> man, it, it it stole the week. So I wasn't even excited about the Super Bowl. It was more like, oh, it's on TV. But if it had been like something else, I really wanted to watch on TV. Probably would have caught that because I wasn't feeling it, man. Because this was this right, was right. So let's get to this trade deadline yeah, stuff, like, bro. I was gonna say, man, we need to go ahead and just go ahead and get into this NBA action then. <laughs> So, you know, let's start it off. AD is, you know, still with the Pelicans, man. You know, you know, it seems like the Pelicans, you know, they tried to have it. It's like they did more grandstanding and everything else, but wasn't making the trade. Do you think they're going to get a better deal in the summer? Uh, I can't say they're going to get a better deal in the summer because now teams are seeing that they want to – they are pretty much trying to, to, to just highway rob you. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they are going to try to ask for the world – Literally, they want you to give some moon rocks and some other crap for AD. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, AD is one of the best players in the league. You know, I, I'm taking nothing away from him, but just from what the Pelicans are trying to, uh, you know, finagle from other teams, I don't think a lot of teams are going to bite on it. But then, too, you know, they, they lose as time progresses, they lose a little bit of that because he doesn't want to play there. Yeah, you know he 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 could go Le'Veon Bell status. It's kind of be like, eh, you know, nah, well, you can't hurt. really can't really. And, uh, no, I'm, not saying, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying yeah. the exact thing. I'm just saying like you know oh, I got a yeah. you know I got a I got a shoulder tendonitis or I got yeah. this and you know kind of say, you know what I'm saying. But as it progresses, he doesn't want to be there. They already took him off of all their little uh, you know pregame stuff, and they're taking posters down of him around the city and all this and all that. So y'all already are prepared. You know, don't want him to be there, acting like he's not there anyway. So just go ahead and get rid of him. Why would you want to keep that in your locker room? But yeah. I say that to say I think many other teams know that. Many other teams see that, and they're going to be like, yeah, well, you know, we'll just be a little bit more patient and wait until he's an unrestricted free agent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just – I think that the, the Pelicans are going all about it wrong. If you if there's a guy that doesn't want to be there, why would I want to just hold on to him just to hold on to him? I know he's probably the most talented big man in the league. But I'm just saying, I'm not going to hold on just to be like, ah, well, I'm keeping him, and this is my point to prove. Or, oh, yeah. he'll come around and play for us. No, if he doesn't want to be there, I don't need that. I don't need that in my locker room. Yeah. Yes. Six years. Six years. I mean, then people, they get on the whole, Michael Jordan didn't want this, Michael Jordan didn't want that. Michael Jordan also had a front, a front office that drafted a Hall of Fame, traded for a Hall of Fame player on draft night in Scottie Pippen. They have guys that fit around Jordan's game. They picked up the best European player in the game, and then they picked up, and then they were able to get Dennis Rodman for peanuts, who's a Hall of Famer. You yeah. can keep guys, but you have to build around them. Around them. That, yep. That's this, this, that's on the front office. So I don't, I'm not mad that if you have an inept front office and they want to leave. But man, speaking of the Lakers, bro, so they won last night. But you know who's, you know who's been back on on TV, bro. 
You know who's back? Who? Who you talking about? Lavar. You ain't see Lavar oh, out here a while. Yeah, I saw Lavar. Lavar yeah, out here talking about the Lonzo's better than LeBron. <laughs> and now <laughs> Luke turned them into losers. <laughs> And you know, they ain't following LeBron. Yeah. Like, you know, Le- LeVar came back on uh the under that whatever show with Undisputed uh, or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, Undisputed show with a with a with a like a felt hat on, a big, big ball hat and some water. Some of this big ball of bird. Big ball of bird. So LeVar <laughs> the low key, you know, they was like, yo, I'm I want my boy to go to Phoenix. Then you get Jello. Then you get mellow. Then you win the championships. Like wow. <laughs> like, well, where, yeah. Where, where are we winning this at? I mean, yeah. Melo Mel- 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 might be able to come in and be a, a solid role player in the league. I-, I think that he has a chance to maybe make it to the league. But Jello, no. Nah. The quote, nah, the quote, the quote Biggie Smalls, you know, you know, you know, UPS is hiring. Fuck hip hop. <laughs> you know <what laughs> Get up out of here, dog. He should. He Jello. Jello. No, that's not gonna work out. Not at all. I mean, and I'm not knocking because he's way better than I ever could be in sports. But this is like, yo, not everybody's an NBA player. It's only, it's like what 400 players in NBA. Like, you know, it's just only that's the best in the world, and he is not one of them. I don't think he'd be the best in college basketball. I don't think he'd be best outside the Power Five. I just, you know, you just don't have it. But uh, you know, it's just one of those things. So, but Levar is back and talking crazy, man. So you know, LeBron is probably, he, you know, dad, you know, daddy LeBron probably he tit. Because, you know, you probably hear, hear, hear uh, LeVar talking all that crust stuff, man. But let me ask you this, man. So what do you think was the best? What do you think of your your best deadline deals? I got two in my head, so we'll, we'll probably have some. Uh, I don't know. You're just saying just like the, the best overall? Well, I'm just or, saying like – because um, I, don't, I don't think our – because, you know, our listeners want to get into every minutia of every trade. But, like, right. what's some, what are your favorite deadline deals? How about that? Uh, uh, I like the Tobias Harris deal. Um, I think that I think that both parties, the Sixers and the Clippers, uh, both get a little bit of what they what they want, what they need. Clippers are getting a little bit of cap space. I like Wilson Chandler. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like Wilson Chandler as a, as a player. So I think they got a guy. But I think that Tobias Harris and, and low key Boban Marjanovic are going to be big for the 76ers. Tobias is going to give them, you know, a, a great all around talent, but some killer shooting. Um, but I think Bobine is going to be that guy that's going to – you're not going to drop off too, too much. I'm not saying he's on NBA's level. But Bobine can is a solid guy that, that's, that's almost starter-worthy, you know what I mean, in, in other places. So I think that those two – and I'm not taking away from Mike Scott either. Mike Scott's a good 3D guy. But um, I really think the Tobias Harris deal is, is good for both teams. I liked that trade. Um, as a Bulls fan, I liked getting Otto Porter. Um, I know his contract is huge, um, but at the same time, he gives the Bulls something that that we kind of need. He's a hope. good compliment to hope. <laughs> I ain't got no hope. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm shutting that shit down. Y'all ain't got no. Hope. I'm Thanos I mean, to them. Get, I'm, th- I'm Thanos to y'all. Y'all done. I mean, it, 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 that's that's nah, a lot nah, of no <laughs> go, go ahead and talk your nah. stuff, King. Nah, it's just one of those things. Like I think, I think Otto Porter brings a little bit of what what we need. He's, he's a good piece to build around. Uh, Mark Hainan, I think he'll complement uh, Dunn and Levine. I mean, like I said, I, I, I like that trade. We were we got a lot of guys up front. We got we lost Bobby Portis, who was who was solid. You know, two piece Bobby was you know a beast on the court and off the court. <laughs> but uh, I think that uh, like I said, I think that I think that that was a good deal for for the Bulls. Arkansas yeah. Iron Fist. 
<laughs> hey man, he was melting boys, <laughs> melting boys. Hey, yeah, shout uh, out to it. Yeah, man. So I, I like, I think that those trades, but I, I honestly like the uh, the uh, Knicks and the and the and the Mavericks deal too. I think that you know, of course, you got the unicorn Porzingis, but I think the keys for for uh, the Mavericks, I think it's Tim Hardaway Jr. and Burke. I think that they are going to be impactful, you know, guys for that team. Uh, you know, especially with Luca and, and some of the other guys they still got there. But I also like the Knicks, man. Knicks got a little they, – they freed up a little bit of money. But Dennis Smith Jr. is a baller, man, and so is, so is Wesley Matthews, which I think he ultimately got cut or waived. He got bought out. He's on the Pacers now. Okay. But Dennis Smith Jr. is a baller, and I think that this is a good move. It would be a good move for him. Like now's the time for him to really just get out and flex – you know, without Dirk, without Luca, and all that, and but I think he's a good piece. I can't think of the the young brother that they draft, the Knicks drafted on draft night. Uh, uh, but he's 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 like Kevin a Kevin Knox. Uh, Kevin yeah, Knox. I think that Burke and Knox are a good young core. Uh, like I said, are, are, are the Knicks going to be compete for a championship? No, but I think that they are going in the right direction, especially like freeing up some money. 40. Yeah, like I said, they free they're freeing up some cap space too with that, so they could try to go after two max guys. You know, you got the rumors out there of, of, of Durant and Kyrie wanting to team up out there. Um, but again, like I said, I think that I think it works good for, for both teams and, and those players. So those are probably be my three favorite. Um, the illest trade was Dale Harrison Barnes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got, tra- they, he they got traded mid game. They got him out the box. Man, I mean, how would you re- – I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't even know how to react to that, man. Well, I, I mean, I, I know earlier we talked about before the show started how inviting. You know, inviting somebody to your end seams is, is really disrespectful. Yo, if I'm Harrison Barnes, I might have to invite Mark Cuban to the end scene. Like, bro, you could you trying to be mid game? You couldn't have like yeah. you could you couldn't have like been like, yo, look, come you know, come come to the back. You know, at least have some dignity. So that's all Harrison Barnes, you know, former you know North Carolina Tar Heel is gonna be known for is being traded you know, mid game. During game, so, yeah. Yo, man. So it's uh it's 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 crazy, <laughs> bro. And one last thing, we can move I think, on. So, I was gonna say, if I if I was Harrison Barnes in that situation, oh boy, I would I would be like uh, a mid career Iverson and Kobe. <laughs> I'm taking bless. every damn shot. I'm not. Ain't nobody else touching the ball anytime I'm on the damn court. I'm taking every damn thing. I'm pulling up from the, I'm pulling up from the damn half mark. I don't give a damn. Yeah. That's if I was Harrison Barnes, I'd be that damn ill. I'll be setting screens on my own, guys. Yeah, <laughs> just all kinds of stuff, man. I'm, I'm definitely doing the Bel Air prep, Will Smith offense for that, and then uh, and then after that, I'm yeah, I'm taking the jersey off, throwing it on the ground. I ain't throwing it into the crowd to the fans. It ain't my fans no more. Yeah, I'm just taking taking that off, man. I'm leaving everything, you know, all Maverick stuff on the floor and walking off and jumping into I my. I might do that uh that that kid from house party uh gesture toward Mark Cuban. I get your girl on my lap. Yo, 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 man! I had to, I heard I was listening to ain't my type of hype in my office the other day. Yo, get ain't my type of hype, baby. The long the seven the seven minute verse. <laughs> do you look good? <laughs> Not my the four minute one. My man said you look so fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say fine like yeah. that? And the difference, and the difference is, man, like full force was like full, you know, like super swole too, with a curl and wearing tank tops. Yo, that's like, yo, can you imagine? Like, yo, man, fuck full for you. You know, you hear them niggas talking and everything. Like, yo, man, I'm gonna meet you somewhere, yo. Let's let's square up. Here comes stat. Here come a uh, full force. You know, dudes out here with tank tops and gold chains on, singing melodies. I'm like, oh, you can get yourself in some shit. Yeah, pretty <laughs> but, uh, much. 
Well, hey, real quick, real quick, before we jump off of NBA, man, I want to get your opinion, man, on Markel Fultz, man, being traded. Oh to man, I think I think it's gonna be a good thing for him. It's just like in baseball when you get a prospect who has all the talent in the world, and then something happens, and they're in a big city, and they go to a small city, and they kind of rebound. I think he has the potential to do that, man. I think he got the. I think he had some injuries, and then he got the yips, and then all that pressure in Philadelphia. No one's gonna care about him in Orlando because who cares about Orlando? Can you name five yeah. on Orlando? I can't. I mean, you know. Uh, I, I, like I said, you, you got Mo Bamba, you got Vucevic, and them was the only ones that I could really think of yeah. on that damn squad. You got to do Isaac. Uh, but I'm, what I'm saying is you, there's nobody important there. Yeah, yeah. You know Mo Bamba for the damn song. You know what I'm saying? And he got a long Mo wingspan. But hey, I like, like Mo Bamba when he's at Texas, though. Mo Bamba, what, what, Mo Bamba needs what, to get what, what more I'm burn. Saying, he's hurt now. But what I'm saying is like, <laughs> yeah, he's what, hurt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what do you really know? What well, you couldn't say? Oh, damn! Look at that move Mo Bamba put on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just yo, right, he, right. He was freakishly tall with the long arms. But yeah, I think Markel Fultz, man, I think he'd be good going somewhere. No pressure, you can rehab and then play, and no one's gonna pay attention to him. So yeah, I mean, he has all yeah, the talent yeah. in the world. I ain't never seen anybody just lose talent like that. It's not like it was a. I thought he was chipping the number one pick when he got drafted. You know, some people are like, no, I shouldn't have thought they said Markel Fultz was a better player in college. Just who's going to know that somebody's going to get hurt and have the yips? You can't predict that. Right. So let's get to this. Uh, let's get to this music thing, man. So first, I'm going to talk about 21 Savage. And, man, when I first read this, I was like, I thought it was like a lot. I was like, what? And then, like, to see my man is from London. And like, yo, man, Ice picked him up. And then it was just like, I, was, I ain't gonna lie, I was making jokes about it. Like, he should be rapping like God over God bless the Queen. And he should be doing the James. Oh, no. And he should be doing like the James Bond theme song. You know, but uh, but then you start thinking like, I've been trying, okay, to, trying to tell you, man, the UK rap scene is something serious, man. I've been telling you. Man, you, you can take, take that. Man, you take that tea and crumpets ass shit and get out of here. You know, 21 Savage has been over in the States for like 15 years. I ain't trying to hear no, no, no niggas rap that sound like Lennox Lewis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here with that, man. Missing <laughs> you know, out, bro. Hey, I, I, I will miss out on that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, that's like, that's like me. Tell, that's like the white person telling me I need to miss out on adding extra, extra mayo to my Subway sandwich. I am good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. I am good. <laughs> and this ain't the Jesse Smollett <laughs> Subway sandwich. This is the real deal. <laughs> and we'll, you know, wow. but um, wow. You know, no, 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 man. Cause, yo, I'm just saying that, yo. You hear my man Jesse Smiley said he was the gay, the gay pop, the gay version of Tupac. No, no, I missed that. Yeah, man, he got on the concert right, and he was like, "I'm the gay version of Tupac," and I don't care if he's gay or not. But I'm like, yo, while y'all like Troy Aff said he was a version of Tupac, I feel like all the people who fight like they had a version of Tupac need to have a battle royale where they fight to the death to see who was <laughs> real Tupac Jr. Because he didn't have any kids. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. Wow. But back to 21. Dude's, dude's drawing thug life on their stomach. <laughs> yeah, man. I know, right? Yo, I got, a, I got a nose ring. Me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been shot. Damn. Me too. Yeah, I got jumped. But uh, no, nah, it's, it's 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 crazy, man, about the Twenty One Savage thing. But I ain't gonna, I, I did laugh. But now, you know, I found out my man has three kids in the states, and I couldn't imagine like not being with my kids. You know what I'm saying? I done made right. a life here. I'm making money. I'm making money for these corporations, and I got to go. And then my parents brought me over here as a kid, and he was trying to get a visa put in. Like, yeah, we had the visa application already, already set. You know, already had applied right. for visa, so. Hold your head, Twenty One Savage, man. You know what I mean. It's just one of those things. That's uh, that's crazy, bro. But yeah, man. 
I was thrown off too. I was just like, man, like they they really went after this cat. Yeah. <laughs> so I went back to his discography. Man, I still got Kai. I heard some cuts like I like bank account, but I was I went listen to that uh, his last album. I think it's I am or whatever it's called. Yo, he got some pretty some some bangers on that mug. But uh, I was checking it out last so, week before the Super Bowl came on. But you know, let me ask you. Let, let me ask you this because I've seen it on. on pretty much every social media platform, you know, conspiracy theorist. So uh, Chris Brown, you know, got the rights to all his masters. And then all of a sudden he has the issue that he had. And then, you know, 21 Savage was the individual that got, that got the rights to his masters. And now this. What I didn't know, I didn't know he got his masters. I didn't know he got his masters. I know he had to, he made that, he added those verses about immigration on the night, on the, on the night show. I didn't know he got his uh, he masters. Yeah, I just I, I saw it I saw it posted. I believe it was on some rap thing from from Twitter. But anyway, a lot of conspiracy theorists out there talking about oh, you know this and that. You know, just how to get you out of there, or you know, same thing that happened to Prince and this and that. You know what I mean? So, what's your take on all this conspiracy theory type stuff surrounding us? Oh, I just think this is two separate incidents. They also said Twenty One Savage got caught. They were looking after somebody else, and he just kind of just got caught in the being in the car with some, you know, being around somebody. And the Chris Brown situation, it's kind of like, you know, Chris Brown, you know, you, you kind of went, you know, you was able to get out of some stuff and you was out here wild and had that incident with Rihanna. I don't know. I don't know. I think those are just two separate incidents, you know, you know, unless somebody, you know, you brought up Prince, unless somebody got Prince hooked on pain pills. I mean, if Prince was more, you know, it's going to be worth a lot being dead, but still, he still could have been, they still could have been releasing music from the vault and him making new music. So Prince is always going to be making a lot of money for people for himself and other people. So I don't know. I'm I, I, some conspiracy theories. I do believe I'm not one of these people who think everything on the surface is right, but sometimes I think people be reaching, especially people on social media. So like they're just trying to get a retweet or a like or something like that. So I don't know. I don't yeah. Get into that. But speaking of Chris Brown and uh, Mr. 21 Savage, did you see what went on with Chris with Chris Brown and Offset? <laughs> Man. Yo, Man, I'm telling you, I, I had no idea how this even escalated or got to this point, man. All of a sudden, I just start seeing the memes and then start seeing them going back and forth with each other. I think Offset, like, posted Chris Brown's, like, real address somewhere on, on Twitter or on Instagram or something like that. Yeah, I, I saw that this morning. I'm like, oh, damn, this really escalated. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? Hey man, and, so I, and I still have no idea why they really beat them. So, so for for so for those who don't know, Twenty One Savage and Offset they had an album together, so I guess I was assuming they're friends. And then Chris Brown like po- had a meme, and Offset called him he called him a lame. And next thing you know, Chris Brown was you know calling him a pussy and talking about I'll fight you and suck my dick. Excuse my language. And then he said Offset, and then Chris Brown did something that's really vile and nasty. He said, "My man, Offset looked like Pootie Tang." So, <laughs> that was unnecessary, sir. You have to say that. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to invite somebody to your Johnson. Another thing is to blip the 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 is this is this a fight where they just squared up one on one? Squared up, squared up. Squared up. Ain't got to worry about takeoff coming out of nowhere. No, 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 no blouses from from Quavo. Anybody else? No, no jumping in from Joe Budden. This is just an offset and Chris Brown one on one. 
no cruise, offset. I'm a, I'm probably I'm probably gonna go with offset because offset is kind of one of them casters. Just like I ain't got shit to lose. Like I could see offset biting a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like I could just see I could just see him just in that. I, I I know he's you know he's a blouse king and all that type mm. of stuff, but I, I really do think that offset might get Chris Brown. I think Chris Brown you know got him on the reach. You know, Chris <laughs> Brown's like they have seven foot two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I think Chris Brown might have him on a reach. Chris Brown might have him on the stamina with all that dancing and stuff. Yeah. So he, he could probably, but I, I really do think that, that, that Offset might get him just, just because Offset ain't got nothing to lose. I can see him like trying to gouge the eyes with his head. <laughs> I can see him trying to bite him. You know what I'm saying? Like I can see Chris, I can see Offset just going like all out. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one. I got a formula that I put on Twitter light skin. What's oh, the booger sugar he, equals beige? Rage. <laughs> and and is one. Of, he's one of them light bright niggas. He gets beige rage too. So you never know, man. You, know, you never know what beige rage can do. They get emotional about the stuff that you don't think is emotional. Like I think Tom somebody lame wouldn't you know wouldn't invite you know me one time I pull up I'm gonna fight you. But you know I don't know, man. But then again, Offset he asked his he asked his queen for a uh, marriage counsel and she told him no. So, you know, he definitely is on that I uh, can't go back all stars. He he's going out for the kill. So I would pay to see it. And I don't advocate violence, but you know, if they want to square up, you know, throw throw, throw the gloves on, get a little sparring action on. Hey, I I don't feel like nothing's wrong with that. You know, I just feel like Jay out here promoting colorism within the black community. <laughs> we all can't we all can't we all can't be beige, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Both are that type of light skin, though, like in the 20s and stuff. And us, 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 us regular skin blacks, the mulattoes like Bowtie, y'all was able to, y'all was able to get y'all house somewhere and all that type of stuff. And you know, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you probably, I'm sure you probably go back to your family lineage and everything. Y'all probably had them, you know, them old black people, they just had them finger waves, them old black men had them old finger waves and stuff. That's that Bowtie lineage. Honey, <laughs> we're different from that accent. Boy get, a pocket, boy, get a pocket wash to get to work in the in the bank instead of, you know, bro like me had to work outside the bank. He closed that pocket watch, you know, square up his little tie and his little his little, his little Brooks Brothers suit from 1925, and he's ready to go. <laughs> look at people. this, Kappa. <laughs> look, look, look at these people out of here. <laughs> We're going to stay away from them. But, yeah, man, I don't see nothing wrong with two cats throwing the gloves on. But let me ask you this, man. Yeah, let them throw the gloves on, man. I, I, I pay fifteen dollars to see it. If I, you know, fifteen dollar cover charge on some wings, hey, I watch man. them. I watch them two go at it. Fair fight with the gloves on. You know, whoever lose, you dap it up and move on about your day. Yeah, man. So uh, also, I wanted to run something by you last week. I forgot two things. One, what the hell's up with the game acting like a lame? He's like a sucker, man. <laughs> It's like Dang. that's like sucker behavior. Like, bro, he's just lame as hell. Like, who does that? And number two, did you see that thing with uh with A Rod and um, Jennifer Lopez had the picture and Diddy said, OMG, here come A Rod talking about wow. And A Rod's her is her dude. If you A Rod, man, you gotta you gotta hit Diddy up like, yo, man, what's your deal, man? Are you, are you dirty macking? What what's your deal, man? You gotta hit Diddy up or you gotta approach him, you know what I'm saying, pull him to the side. I don't know, man. A Rod's a different type of dude. A Rod might invite Diddy over for a little, you know, a little three way action. Oh, not the truffle. Not the <laughs> a little Sharesies. Sharesies. Yeah. I can say A Rod, is that all you shine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A Rod type. I'm just guy. saying, man. I don't think, I don't think, I think A, I think A Rod might, you know, I don't think he'd be allegedly, like, you know, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. We trying, trying to get sued. Uh, but now, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I just I feel see, like, like I said, I can I can see A Rod calling Sharesies. I can see Diddy being down with it too. Like, all right, cool. 
Cool. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> so let me yeah. ask you this, man. So if you, you know, you get off, get off, get off, get off, get off. Get off. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you this. So if it, you know, you got your queen out here, your queen's on social media, my queen's on social media. And when you seen her ex time and she posted a picture and her ex said, wow, yo, how would you respond to dude? Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I would, I would probably think he's the thirsty or dirty macking. I'm not going to be like, oh, this nigga is whatever. Like, I, because to me, it's no different from if I'm out, you know, if if I'm out with a lady or, you know what I mean, and dudes is like staring or like, you know what I mean, like looking hard and, you know, all that type of stuff. Or let's say that, you know, she goes into a store and I, I'm not initially there with her and dudes trying to, you know, Mac to her or whatnot to run up on her and I come through. I, I, to me, it's no different. You know, I, I, I would take it as a compliment, like. Oh uh, yeah, you know, you you like what I got. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like I, I guess I think I, I don't. I if, it's you, dis- I, if it's disrespectful, if it gets to a point of disrespect, then we gonna have a problem. Well, it's the only reason I say it's different because hey, that's the ex, and he made a song about. It. He made "I Need a Girl" part one. I need a girl part two. It was about her. You know, hell, you a ride. You ain't making. I need a girl. You know what I'm saying? You ain't making that. The only thing you is talking about hitting steroid home runs. You know what I'm saying? Damn, damn. It's <laughs> the truth. That ain't no last thing. You ain't got got pop for the roids. So I don't know. I just wanted to get your opinion about that. But man, so twenty. I said, you know, shout out to DMX. He just got out of jail recently. So it's twenty. They're doing like a. 20 year anniversary for his dark and hell is hot tour and it's coming to naptown on march 10th i feel like we should, uh, i feel like we should try might, to, uh, it's a sunday I, I might i might have to be there it's a sunday so yeah oh uh, uh, your, your, your boy bowtie fresh is gonna be at the concert this weekend i'm going to meet me and i'm going to see l varner and uh marcia ambrosius this sunday oh naptown is live all right so let me ask you this <laughs> So it's 20 years, and you know we went to see a DMX concert. It's like man, one that was of the live, live, live <laughs> concerts ever, man. It was the yeah the rough was that the Rough Riders yeah. Cash Money Tour. Money Tour, yeah. Time. Yo, my man DMX came to the number one Cash Money. They came on came on stage in in a helicopter, like from, yeah from the rafters from the rafters. <laughs> and DMX came out in a cage. And y'all, he ripped that shit the whole time. Then he was like, if y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna get up, I'm leaving. And y'all was like, live <laughs> yeah. the whole time. But Hey, bro, you know, that was honestly the boy, probably the top two concerts I'd have been to. Probably the best concert I'd have been to, man. Yeah, the, only other concert that, the only other concert that I really put up there that, that was just like that live and ill, but like just that hype, was that damn No Limit concert. That was a damn ill-ass yeah. concert too, bro. But anyway, that that that, that catch my rough ride concert. That that goes down in Naptown history. Yeah, man. So shout out, shout out to DMX. So and I was uh and speaking of nineteen ninety nine, when Drag On came out, yeah. you remember Drag On came out there? Oh yeah, the Drag On had a few, you know, had a few cuts. You know, I still listen to Down Bottom every now and then. Do them niggas bust their gun? Yeah, you know, yeah, they bust their gun. Yeah, he killed. He killed that shit. <laughs> hey man, you know, one of the first times I heard that out, man, I bought it. And it's crazy. Well, I, used to, I used to listen to that mug, and um, I was at the Career Center at LN, and uh, shout out to Paris Oliver. Paris had a car, so I was like, "Yo," he, I was like, "Yo, man, I got, I got that uh, rough ride." He's like, yeah, "You want to ride?" So he throw it in the car. You know, we'd be blasting and going them two blocks from uh, McKenzie to LN, but still, man, McKenzie to LN. <laughs> hey, man, shout out to P. I ain't seen that dude in a long time, man. So shout out to P. Yeah, man. 
Hey, man. So there was also before we jump on the Grammys and then we can get up out of here. They was talking about like 1999, 20 years to this day. Dog, they had uh crazy. They had that damn Teddy Club up uh, thugs with uh with the you know hitting the highest cash money. It's been 20 years to this day. Oh Whoa, man, one of my favorite songs of all. One of mine. My, yeah, bro. All that mugging jam. Hey bro. man, my man came. You didn't fuck with the wrong nigga. Yeah. Let him know that I ride and I shoot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> you should have known not to upset this little nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you got a click, so what, nigga? My click thicker. Hey man, that was a cut. <laughs> nah, that was off that of was, Ballers. That wasn't off. That wasn't off. That was. Was it? Yeah, that was off of Ballers. That was that was that was that was off the ball of remix. No, hidden ties, cash money. Player, why you hating? Player, why you hating? Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah. It's the juice coming about the dog. Hey man, yeah. juice, juice man, come out with that down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little yeah. background noises. Hey man, yeah, that was a cut. Then here, baby, I hear talking about murdering his foes. Niggas be riding, niggas. Why? I side for niggas when I die for yeah, <laughs> my man, my hot boy click. <laughs> but damn, baby. Swim. But you robbed all them niggas, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The only nigga you didn't rob was Slim. <laughs> I mean, all them niggas telling you to pay them the money. Sugar Slim. <laughs> hey, but uh, yeah, man, so that's been 20 years to this day. It's going to be some dope albums have been like 20 years to this day. So we'll talk about them as they as they come along, man. But, you know, I was talking to my homeboy, you know, the homeboy uh, DJ Dave, a.k.a. David Porter, the dude who knows everybody in Naptown. We was talking on the Instagram. Talking about how these <laughs> kids don't know the uh, – how they don't know the uh, – the perils of driving, driving on thirty on tray eight with your CD book, you know, on your lap, trying to have the perfect mix as you as you cruising in the hood. As man. you cruise, right, right. <laughs> Yo, man. So that was, I mean, that's the thing. Now with MP3s, like, oh, you just pop in your phone or whatever. But you know, throw that out, man. You know, put that this big ass CD book, and everybody had one. You know, you can. Know, some people then, you know, you bring yeah, in yeah. The book from from your car to somebody else's, the little small one. Yo, man. Yeah. Get the cast. <laughs> I know about the perils having hey, man. on your leg while you while you, hey, while man. you whipping corners. That was that was the that was the original past the auxiliary cord. Yeah, man. <laughs> for, real. The ox, for real. Past the ox. That was the original right there, man. For real. Crazy. So, yeah, man. So shout out, shout out to them cats, man. So let me ask you this, bro. Before you know, let me let me ask you this, man. So Grammys. I know you. Are you going to watch? Uh, probably not. I'm surprised. Not. <laughs> your, girl, your girl is hosting. Who, Alicia Keys? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably still not gonna watch it. I, I mean, because oh, the, the Grammys, I, I don't have. I, for me, like the the Grammys is. I mean, it's cool. You know, it's. I mean, it's just it's just okay for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not one of those things where it's going to be a lot of people and and music and stuff that that I like, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I just, I'm just kind of like, yeah, like, I had no disrespect or anything like that. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's all right. You I'm know, surprised. To me, because it is, it's predictable, because I'm sure Cardi B's going to win. I'm sure Drake's going to win. I'm sure that somehow, some way, they're going to incorporate Beyonce into getting an award. I'm sure, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's very much so, like, you already know what's going to happen. So, it's like, yeah, hey, what's the point of even watching it? And some of the most of the performances are like, yeah, it's all right. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I am shocked. This is a grown man. Is because usually both sides the type of cat that why I'm usually the one like I ain't watching that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm blatant what what I don't like. Hell, you know. But uh, it that's that's crazy. So man, so shout out to the Grammys. I'm probably not gonna watch. This is not 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 my thing. 
But, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be on. So we'll definitely probably talk about the winners uh, next week, man. So, like I said, I'm like Issa Rae. I'm rooting for everybody black. Ain't going to lie to y'all. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and that's what's going on there, man. But, uh, hey, bro. What's Young up? Issa. Yeah, it seems like we're at the end of this the end of this thing, bro. So you can go ahead and just give us a quote, bro, and uh, we can go wrap this thing on up. No doubt, man. So Bowtie Fresh leaving y'all with a little something this <clears throat> excuse me something this week, kind of helping get the uh, 2019 started and just kind of keep everybody moving forward. So uh, the quote is: uh, Sometimes the smallest step in the right direction ends up being the biggest step of your life. Tiptoe if you must, but take the step. And that's leaving that right there. Let that sizzle in your spirit <laughs> and, and, and mosey on on throughout the throughout the work week and throughout this year. And thanks for definitely thanks for thanks to y'all for rocking with the uh, Grown Man This podcast and hit us up on, you know, Twitter and Instagram or, you know, continue to send listener letters and all that type of stuff. And, you know, we'll connect with y'all and, 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 and one love, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. And when Bowtie, he gave that quote, the first thing I think about, and that must be a quote for James Harden, he does that step back three when he's taking like six steps. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tell if you must, James. Yeah. Tell if you must. <laughs> hey, man. Also, man, shout out, you know, you know, I just read, I read the other day, Bill Cosby's moving to Gen Pop, man. So, you know, you know, we talked about oh, in the man. last episode that, that he's become a Heathcliff Hustable and they come to a cell for, 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 you know, to be, to be, you know, for medical stuff. So now Heathcliff is going to be able to help boys out in Gen Pop, too, man. So I'm sure that, that one eye, that golden eye that look like on a, a roulette board that don't work, I'm sure that bad boy's gonna be spinning when they throwing them milks at bill so shout out man, to i hope man. i hope bill don't run into buddha you know <laughs> having to owe, owe anybody owe anybody 15 bucks <laughs> bill, bill gray become a muslim on y'all bill gray level up y'all and i want and speaking of muslim what you think about farrakhan becoming a q uh <laughs> it's random as hell but you know you know, respect to the honorable, you know, Lewis, Minister Louis Farrakhan, you know, always a lot of respect to that brother. So, you know, so be it. Maybe it's just something he wanted, it was on his bucket list and something he wanted to do. I don't know. Yo, can you imagine them trying to, can you imagine them trying to haze Farrakhan when the fruits is there? Yo, that shit ain't Oh, happening. it's not going to happen. Not, not at all. Happen. Yo. Hey, they might have to just, look, Farrakhan said, I'm going to be a Q. They just hand over the, you know, their, their little gold boots and just hand it over. All right, done deal. It's over. You ain't you ain't hazing Farrakhan. You ain't gonna get close enough to Farrakhan. Fruits ain't having that. Yeah, I'm really, having that. I was really surprised Farrakhan wasn't a capital with that damn light skin and part in his head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, hey, hold on. Speaking of we talked about mulattoes earlier. Bowtie is uh Farrakhan and your lineage. You know, y'all got that same <laughs> and you know, you look like you're gonna get a part when you turn fifty. <laughs> Go ahead, man. You already got the hoop. Hey man, we got a great bloodline. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, a, little, a, little, a little lighter than the rest, huh? <laughs> One S curl at a time. <laughs> but, y'all, we appreciate it, man. We rocking with us, you know what I'm saying? Let me get off here, man, you know. You know, thanks for winning all the love and everything. Appreciate y'all the prayers. You know, you know, we've been going through our whole family situation, but you know, we appreciate y'all. We we love doing this. So it's Friday, you know, so I'm gonna drop this. Hopefully, this mug will be out in about 20, 25 minutes. You know, this is real time, and uh, we'll holler at y'all next week. Later. Peace.